0: and thank you for joining us here on The Rescue, where you will hear Brother Dewey Dewar preaching in the Word of God concerning the last days and events that are in our world today, leading to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Most importantly, that you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And now, here is your speaker, Brother Dewey Dewar. Hi there, I'm Dewey Dewar. I'm a born-again Christian, born by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. What did I do to get to be that? I simply admitted I was a sinner. On April 27, 1980, I admitted I was a sinner, a hell-bound sinner, to Jesus Christ. I believed in his death, his burial, his resurrection. I was willing to repent with his help. I called upon the Lord Jesus Christ and asked him to come in my heart. You know what he did? He said in John 6.37, Him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. He born me again that day, a new creature inside of this fleshly body, by the power of God, and I know I'm saved. And I have the ability by the power of God to tell you the same words, the same way, that you may be saved. Everyone saved by the same manner, same power, same God, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit does his works the same way. Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him to be your Lord and Savior. How did I get to be a hellbound sinner? The Bible says, for all of sin comes short of the glory of God. God said you are a hellbound sinner and you need a redeemer. God sent let his Son come, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, to Calvary's cross, that you could be saved. You could become a Christian. You would not be a hell-bound sinner. You'd be a saved sinner. Saved eternally. The Bible says in the last days, and that's what we preach about most of the time, is the last days and the signs of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, how near it is, and how to be saved. See a man can tell you about a danger but he doesn't tell you how if he doesn't tell you how to avoid that danger then he's told you nothing but we must tell you the dangers that you see in everyday life compare with the actual words of God in the holy scripture one of the things God warned the world about and warned Christians about he said be not ignorant verse 13 uh, First Thessalonians chapter 4. Be not ignorant. Then he went on another place and says, be not ignorant. You know one of the greatest offenses to man is to say, you ignorant so and so? Oh, you're ignorant. That's one of the greatest offenses. Yet God himself said, be not ignorant. He warned you about ignorance and how people would dwell on your ignorance And ignorance of the word of God is the most deadly thing of all. One one thing God always reminded everyone, he kept saying, don't let people deceive you. Don't let them deceive you. And we live in a world of a constant everyday battle to keep from people deceiving us about the most simple things. Not all the greatest things, which is the words of God, but in everyday life. People's idea of deception. They get up in the morning. Who can I deceive today? Who can I lie to today? Who can I tell a tale on today? Who can I degrade today? That is the thought of a lost person. You say, but I don't do that. Think about it. If somebody does something to you, you don't like it, the first thing you want to do is deceive them in the eyes of somebody else or deceive them directly when you're a lost man. But God takes that out of you when you're a Christian. You want to warn people of deception and of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and how they can save their life. That's a natural instinct of a Christian. Now if you don't have that natural instinct of trying telling others to be about Jesus, you better examine your salvation. You better go back and start over and check where you admitted you was a sinner, where you really believed in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, where you really did repent, turn your life over to Jesus Christ. You better check that. You might have been on a green tree and the, the apple wasn't ripe and somebody pulled you too green. You better check your salvation. I mean, this thing is for reality. It's for eternity. And if it's not reality, if God's not real in your life, something's wrong. Be not deceived. God warned us about in the last days just before Jesus is to come that he said in chapter 2 of 2 Thessalonians, Let no man deceive you by any means that the day shall not come except there be a falling away first. Now what did God mean by that? And the man of sin to be revealed. Let no man deceive you because people will try to deceive you about the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. They'll bring forth religion, joy time, eating, drinking, shouting, having a good time, going on trips, all the things to keep your mind off of the Lord Jesus Christ. All kinds of sports, all kinds of social events, all kinds of political junk. all the things. think, just think. How much television bears on your mind about the troubles of the world like never before in history? How much your eyes are plastered to that big tube about the world events? About the money, about the labor, about the, all the different political issues, which is a bunch of junk. Trying to deceive you. Trying to get your mind away from God's holy scripture that you might be saved. Lost men, you know I'm telling you the truth. Your life's at stake, not mine. I'm going to heaven. I know it. I know it because I prove it by God's word. Are you? If you can't prove it by God's word, you're hell bound. Like I said, somebody might have pulled you too green. Maybe they brought you down to the altar and said, hey, you're good enough. You're going to heaven. But if you didn't turn your life over to Jesus Christ, you're hell bound. Deception. Let no man deceive you by any means. Chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians, verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means that the day shall not come That that day shall not come except there be a falling away from the true word of God. Falling away from God's word to religion, to joy time. Not repentance time, joy time. Is that not true in your life? Is that not everyday life as you see it? Falling away and then that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Have we not warned you that continually, that the old Roman Empire that God said in Daniel would be revived in the last days, the European common market nations, that they are revealed, but did not reveal their leader. He's still in hiding. But when God said that deception would be abounding in the earth and all at once suddenly this man of sin will come on the scene out of the European common market nations and you will be lost forever. The greatest sign of all was the return of Israel, the key to all prophecy. The key is Israel. It returned in 1948 and God made a statement. Jesus said and this generation shall not pass till the Son of Man will take every born-again Christian off of this earth and return with the most horrifying judgments of God upon this earth. Seven years before, before God, Jesus returns at Armageddon, that Christians will be raptured off of this earth. That generation is just about over any time now that Jesus that was crucified on Calvary's cross is going to return. He who now leteth will let until he's taken out of the way and then the Antichrist. For the Christians are raptured off. This evil man, the son of Perdition, will be revealed. God said it. You know what he said over in Isaiah 46? He said, I'm going to do everything that I penned down, had the prophets penned down in this Bible exactly, exactly as I have stated it. God speaking to Isaiah said, I'm going to do it. It shall be done, and it will not fail in any portion. Friend, Romans, the first chapter, tells us the degrading downward trend of man, as he has gone to a point that he is totally alien to God. They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. But God said in verse 17, verse 16, Paul was talking there and he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek means to every other person on earth. It was revealed to the Jews first and then to the rest of the world. For the wrath of God, first, verse 70, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. See, faith in Jesus Christ brings forth salvation. Faith, believing in the death and the burial the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, brings salvation ordinary faith is used every day of your life you sit down in a chair you have faith that it will not fall down you walk out here on a street you have faith that that street will not collapse you drive on a highway you have faith that the, the culverts underneath the highway will not fall in what's wrong with your faith believing in the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior who made this whole world you did not like to retain God in your knowledge. For this cause, finally, God will turn you over to reprobate mind. For the wrath of God, verse 18, is revealed from heaven all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Our world today. They do not believe the word of God. They do not believe that Jesus Christ was crucified on Calvary's cross. Again, what is sin? How did sin come about? The dictionary calls it a tra- transgression of evil, a violation of an accepted moral, religious, or social code how did we get any moral standards through the word of god you didn't always have a bible to tell you that did he but god said i'll write my laws on their hearts and put them in their mind it's the natural man who knows it's wrong to murder it's wrong to steal it's wrong to lie it's wrong to commit fornication it's grown to be a committed adultery. All the different laws of God is written on man's heart and mind, even the most ignorant of all people know that. But sin becomes a deadly disease of man. He breaks the laws of God. He denies the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he must pay the price The laws of God was initiated by God himself. The laws of God was first broken by your forefather and mother, Adam and Eve. Eve listened to the slanderous things of Satan and acted against God. She doubted the word of God. Isn't that exactly what our world is doing today. They're listening to the slanderous things of Satan and they doubt the word of God. Yet the word of God has been proven a billion times over. Never once failure. She looked upon the things that you mustn't do. That you mustn't transgress against God. You must not commit these sins, God said. But Satan got her to look and she lusted and she says, oh, that looks so much better. Isn't that just exactly what religion has for you today? You just can't go down to them old dirty places uh, the hell holes where they got all them drunks and all them whoremongers and all them dope addicts. I can't go down there. But you will go to a nice religious jumping and shouting Nice religious action would have got lots of food and drink, lots of all kinds of sports to play, but no word of God. What's the difference? You've transgressed against God. You don't believe in the death, burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You won't even tell the next door neighbor about Jesus. What's the difference? You might as well go down to the Big E or to the American Legion, VFW, or any other joint. What's the difference? You still transgress against God. You haven't received him as your Lord and Savior. You don't believe in his death, his burial, his resurrection. Why are you wasting your time being religious? Why not do what Jesus said and enjoy the reality of eternal life plus this life here, the peace that God brings into your heart? The joy that God gives you just knowing that you don't have to spend eternity to lake fire. That you don't have to pray, pay the price of sin because Jesus has already paid it. The signs that God has given you in, in Matthew 24, every one of them, the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's very near. Over and over we preach to you, but your soul's in a balance because if you don't believe Jesus, you're going to have to spend eternity in a lake of fire. You're going to spend seven years of hell up on earth starting at chapter 6 of Revelations. Read it. Death and hell is going to drag people into hell at a rate you never could dream of. First three and a half years of tribulation half the people up on earth be dead. All your joy time, all your eating time, and your sports time is all going to burn up in hell. What an awful thought. The payment for sin. The payment for sin is punishment in the lake of far eternal hell forever and ever. Let's go to Revelations chapter 20. Let's look at what God says about this. Chapter 10, I mean verse 10 of chapter 20 of Revelations. God has written down Exactly what happens to people who defy God and continue to reject Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and continue in their sins. What is these sins? What is all these sins? Just a few of them over here I'll read first and then we'll go back and show you what the payment is. In chapter 21 God shows us about just a few of them. Verse 8. The fearful The unbelieving, unbelieving is second. Right there, second word. People who do not believe in Jesus Christ, abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, sorcerers, that's drug by addicts, and AIDS people who dwell in dirty, filthy, ungodly sex which is below any animal upon this earth that commit those things idolaters, and all ours. Look what happens to them. All these people, that's just a few of them. There's variations of all these sins. There's hundreds of sins. But when you ask Jesus to come in your heart, He forgives you of all of them. Every sin. There's nobody on this earth that Jesus won't save if they come to Him and believe His Word, even the very lotus, as long as they can hear the Word of God. And God has not turned them over to reprobate man, but there comes a time when God turns you over to reprobate man when you continue in sin. You continue at a point where God said, they did not like to retain me in your knowledge, and I turn them over to reprobate mind to do those things which they want to. And all people who, uh, who actually condone it are guilty of the same sins. That's the horrifying part. I ain't got AIDS. I ain't doing all these things. But you're a liar. You're a thief. You deny God. Then you're guilty if you even condone those sins. Hundreds of sins, but you can get them all forgiven from one prayer. Dear God, how many times have you seen this in church? Which is witchcraft. How many times have you seen the same actions that's in the hell holes that you see performed before your eyes in religious churches? satanic Bible. But look what God said about this. Verse 10. Here's the final judgment. This is after, after man has refused Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And death has come, and he's cast into hell for 1,000 years, and then he's brought forth to find to his final punishment. See, hell's just a holding tank. You know, like when he put people in jail, he got a holding tank? That's just the beginning Then into the real penitentiary. The repentant penitentiary of the lake of fire. Fire. Verse 10, chapter 20, Revelations. And the devil, that's the man who instigated. That's the being who instigated. The devil riding rampant. Right here, death and hell is riding rampant over the earth right now. Which in tribulation time, it'll be a billion times worse than this. The devil that deceived them was cast. That's their leader. That's the man, that's the being who's trying to lead you away from Jesus right now but not believe in the word of God. The devil that deceived him cast him into the lake of fire and brimstone for the beast, the false prophet. The beast, the enterprise and the false prophet. The beast, the antichrist is coming on the scene. He's going to make you believe everything's alright because You have turned your back on Jesus. You don't believe his word. And then the false prophet is going to perform all these miracles. He's going to say, ah, look what I've done. I brought fire down from heaven. Oh, look what I've done. I stopped that clock. Look what I've done. I've done all these things. The devil has power to deceive you, but God's word can deliver you. You wait too long. And that's when the Antichrist comes on the scene. And it'll be just like that. Every Christian's gone, just a flip your finger, Jesus took every Christian off this earth, and the Antichrist's going to come on the scene, the beast, and you will believe a lie, and you will suffer this with the devil. You will with the beast and the false prophet, the Antichrist and the false prophet, shall be cast into the lake of fire, with burns, with fire and brimstone, and shall be tormented, 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 day and night, Forever and ever, no escape. Hell, the lake of fire. Who's going? Jesus said, and there's going to be a great white throne judgment. A thousand years after tribulation has been upon this earth, God will rule and reign. But this lake of fire will be present thousand years you'll be spending in the holding tank of hell and then you'll go before great white throne judgment chapter 20 verse 11 of Revelations and you will see him that sets up on this great white throne judgment Jesus Christ himself God God is going to be there you're going to come face to face with God himself and he said whose face the earth even couldn't stand anymore, and the heavens couldn't stand. They fled out of his sight, and there was found no place for them to hide. There was no place for these these people that are being brought back out of hell. And I saw the dead, the small and great stand before God, and the books was opened. See, God's got a book on everything you did, every word you said all through your life. The books were opened. And another book, a single book, was opened. That's the book of life. Which was the book of life? And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. All your life is written in the books. And the books had everything according to their works. No place to hide in outer space. Standing before God. And then he said, The sea gave it the dead which was in it. Death and hell was delivered up in the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And then death and hell was cast into the lake of fire. And the second death. This is the second And whosoever's name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire to be burning forever and ever throughout eternity. Friend, that's the final chapter. That's the last we'll ever hear of you. Today, you can prevent that from happening. Today, you have the power to prevent that from happening. You simply believe in the word of God. This simple prayer, dear God, I'm a sinner. I believe in the death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm willing to repent, turn from my way of life with your help, God, and turn unto you. Jesus, I give you my life. Take it. Jesus, save me. I believe in you. Save me today. You know what he'll say to you? He's already said it. John 6, 37, him that cometh to me, I will no wise cast out. Do it today. Save your life.